0: This is the Made of Savannah podcast, a captivating place to tell stories of the vibrant and charming lifestyle, culture, history, and most importantly, people that make Savannah what it is, truly extraordinary. A new episode is just moments away. Welcome to the Made Up Savannah podcast. I'm your host, D. Daniels. And if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know, I absolutely love to introduce you to interesting, talented, inspiring people that add to the ever growing thread of what makes Savannah, Georgia unbelievably amazing. And it's it's no different today. I'm going to introduce you to a Savannah legendary artist, Bellamy Murphy. Bellamy, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you. You make me blush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: see that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really, really red. Well, I agree. I think Savannah is the best place on earth. I, I, I really do. I can't. I can never say enough about Savannah. I mean, like, I could sell this place. <laughs>
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. And you do sell it, really, yeah. um, with your art. And, right. Bits you know, I, I and pieces. You do. Yeah. And And I, I want to get into that and in, in your background, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask first, like, is Bellamy the given name or your artist name? Because it's a badass name. Isn't it great? Yes. Because
1: my siblings didn't get so lucky. So I am literally named after a curve in the road... In Beaufort, South Carolina. What? Bellamy Curve is a curve that many of the locals know all about. It's at the corner of Boundary and Pigeon Point. And my grandparents always had a fishing cottage over there. They were from Augusta, Georgia. And they didn't have a lot of money, but they scraped together everything they could because they were uh, literally obsessed with the river and fishing and literally eating, eating seafood at every single meal. Right. So they had a place in Beaufort, and their first one was uh, past Beaufort on St. Helena's. And so when my mom would go down to see them, she'd go around that curve, and she was pregnant with me at the time, and she thought, Bellamy, what a great name. It's a great name. And so... I'm happy. People ask me if I'm related to the Bellamys. I went, like, no, no, but it is um, a great namesake. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered. I, I met a girl at the Pinpoint Oyster Museum a while back, and she has Bellamys in her family. She was delightful. Oh my God, I was like even more flattered. So. <laughs>
0: Now that you describe the, that curve, I feel like I have heard people talk about that. Yeah, so, it's very
1: sharp. Yeah, very sharp and like, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. and you know, talk about the growing up, the way in your family growing up, loving to fish and and that whole thing. That obviously shaped so much. Of, oh my
1: gosh, of who you did. are. It did. It did. I remember people asking me how long I've been painting. And I tell them that one of my very first cognitive memories as a child, I'm like literally maybe four, three or four, I don't even know, was laying back on my granddaddy's dock and looking up at a palmetto from the dock and looking up and thinking how to paint it.
0: Mm. And I
1: didn't know literally what painting was, but how to interpret that right. how to interpret that palm. You know, and oysters have a sentimental thing too because I learned h- how to swim. My granddaddy threw us off the dock at outgoing tide mm-hmm. and said, "You know, you, if you if you sink, you're going to hit the oyster bed. Right. You,
0: know, you so, got to
1: catch that other paddle dock. on. You better catch that next dock. You know." <laughs> so and we were always getting cut up on the oysters, and I remember thinking, even as a child, though, how how beautiful and cool they were, and. Right. And so, and just thinking, I mean, fiddler crabs and marsh grass and just thinking how beautiful everything around us was. I mm-hmm. mean, it wasn't about opulence or we didn't, it wasn't a big house. I mean,
0: you know. Now you're known for your oyster painting. I mean, right. that's, that's kind of been a big theme. It, it, it really, it really
1: gave me the fuel to keep going as an artist. It, Um, It came to me in a dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, A decorator friend asked me to do a giant painting for over her sofa. And she wanted it sort of graphic and sort of... uh, She didn't want a marsh. And I remember going to bed that night, because my mother was literally obsessed with beach combing, oyster shells, uh, naming shells, uh, you know oystering the whole thing and i think about her almost every day i lost her 40 years ago but Mm. i think still think about her every single day and i remember going to bed that night thinking hmm what should i do for over this lady's sofa and because i'd gone out to measure the sofa and talked to her and she was very nice and she goes you just do your thing and i remember that night dreaming of these three oysters in a row the next morning i got up because i had a bat Bucket of oyster shells in my studio because I loved the shells. And I remember putting them in a row and painting them because I always use models for painting. Um, And I can always tell a knockoff because they don't even look in an oyster shell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of like makes me think, okay, you know, look at a shell because it'll teach you. Right. the, The jigs and the jags. It'll give you that little, where that little brown Little beautiful spot is where the oyster meat is attached, and it'll give you the crown and the in the and the shadows. And there's so much detail. There's so much crazy detail yeah. in an oyster, and they're all and, different. And-, and you know what? You know something else crazy. When I was in high school, I did my term paper. I went to this little tiny tiny private school in Bluffton, South Carolina. I did my high school term paper on Oyster shells. Oh, wow. And how they are not um, either sex. Mm -hmm. You know, they can be either sex. Right. And I remember thinking, how cool is that? Of course, I got like an F because my... (laughs) Did uh, you really? Yeah, my teacher said it. You know, (laughs) Bellamy, this is so lame. Oh, no. I can tell you just like opened a book and just read some stuff. and I said, hey, you know, (laughs) do you blame me? Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Fast forward, you're but, known for your oysters. I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs>
0: it's insane. And I don't,
1: and you know what? I don't eat them. Really? Mm-mm. Also crazy to me. I don't eat any seafood. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And I was down, I even was, though you
0: grew up eating seafood, was, right? I, well,
1: I, I, they tried to make me eat it, right? And I think I, I think what happened is, like, have you ever heard that saying? You know you're too sensitive for this world. Mm -hmm. Well, I was kind of like that as a child. Like I didn't eat meat, and I didn't like them killing fish and and, right and scaling them. And I had to learn how to how to scale a fish and pop a head off a Mm. shrimp and crack open oysters and walk in my granny's kitchen and see the crabs like crying to crawl out of the pot Oh
0: gosh, yeah. and it was too much for me yeah yeah and
1: so I still to this very day and so I was down in St. John a couple of years ago and the guy came up and asked us what we wanted and told us the seafood special I said no thank you I don't care for seafood he goes oh really he goes no I don't I don't eat seafood and he goes well you know why don't you and I went, no. And he goes, because you were a mermaid in your other life. Oh, and I went,
0: that is
1: my story and that's I'm sticking great, to that's it. That's a
0: great story. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. can use that. You I know. can totally, I'm t- totally going with that. Yeah. Because it, it avoids that whole, like, you know, what? Yeah. How could you not like seafood? Well, I this know. is why I was a mermaid.
1: I was a mermaid. Yeah, I and I totally when mermaids that. eat their friends, and I ask people that, and some people say, yeah, they wouldn't. Some people
0: say, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> so have you uh, have you lived in this area your whole life? I, mostly, I left when
1: I was young and went up to New England and lived around Vermont. And I actually l- lived in Colorado for a little bit. So I have traveled teen nights a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, it always, it, I always wanted, my soul was here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the smell of the marsh and and, and it, it really is in my, is in my soul. Yeah. And um, I always missed it. I mean, I could live other places like part-time, but I, whenever I do travel, I always, I'm glad to be back. Right. I just love this place. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, it, it gets in, into your blood. I think, it does. you know, we visited like for four years and knew this was going to be our next spot. And we right. came from Virginia and, and of course we had beautiful scenery in Virginia and just all yes. kinds of wonder when we were near the coast and. But when we came here, we were like, whoa, this is just a whole different ball game." Like, yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, we've got marsh, we've got ocean, we've got river, we've got just, it's... History. It's unbelievable. And it, once know. it gets in you, it's really, it is hard I to know. leave. And you, you
1: know what's cool
0: about Savannah,
1: to me, is it's not intimidating. You don't feel... It doesn't feel out of reach. Mm. It doesn't feel like, you know, I don't know if I'd fit in... I think Savannah is so open and so cool, and I don't find it clicky at all. Mm-hmm. I don't find it snooty. Yeah, and I think everyone can come. could come to Savannah and feel at home.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. That's one of the reasons we fell in love with it mm-hmm. when we would visit. It didn't feel. Anything but open and growing, and I know. you know, welcoming, and it, it had the I, quintessential southern charm you wanted it to have. Yet it was vibrant and new at the same time. I know yeah.
1: people are so damn nice. Yeah, I mean, people are good people
0: in Savannah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know? do you live in the Isle of Hope area? I live in Isle of Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I live in Isle of Hope, and one of the last things my granddaddy said to me, I was uh, 18 when he died. Almost 18, 17 and a half. Back then when you count a half years. Right. You know? And I <laughs> when it was cool. uh, I remember him saying, because he was the one that had the place in Beaufort. And the last thing he ever said, he said, Bellamy Ann. Because nobody ever said my name without Bellamy Ann. <laughs> um, get you a place on the water. Make that your goal to have you a place, your own place on the water. And... Through some a lot of work and thanks to the oysters, they helped me. Yeah, me get there. That's right. And through a lot of hard work and painting and and scrapping and doing, and I managed to find a cool place. And I already had a place, and then sold it and jumped into that one and. You know, I get to watch the tides and the yeah. and the birds come on the dock, and it's just—I yeah. mean, I couldn't be happier. And there's not a day goes by that I don't think of my granddaddy out there. I mean, oh, I he's,
0: bet. yeah. I, I was just thinking that has to be such great inspiration for you all the time. All the as time, far as like you never run out of things to paint oh, with that kind I of never,
1: landscape. I never, ever, ever. I mean, there's not enough hours in the day. There's yeah. literally not enough hours in the day. I mean, my sometimes I feel like my head's about to implode. Mm. with just things I want to execute, Yeah, you know, yeah. and then, and then, you know, I'll i get stuck on one look and then, you know, I get a demand for that one thing. And then that's why I don't really love doing commission so much anymore. Um, it's like once you do a, a, a painting a couple of times, it kind of loses its, you know, it's fun. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I, I like doing different twists on things um and birds um i'm painting a lot of birds right now and believe it or not birds were the very first thing i ever m- made money on when i was younger i was like 19 and i did watercolors and pen and inks of birds and it was the wow. first thing i ever sold
0: wow so that's mm-hmm. super special mm-hmm. and i mean coastal georgia good gracious you have so many birds i know to choose from do you have a favorite to paint Mm, I, I saw well, your spoonbill.
1: I do. I was painting one today.
0: Oh, I love. Yeah, that. see, I got
1: pink paint all over. I me. see that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I, I do, and and they're real tricky. They're real tricky to paint without looking, you know, kind of like a flamingo, right? But and they don't really have the same kind of color, so it's, that pink is kind of hard to get. Mm-hmm. But um, they come on my dock all the time. Yeah, and they're they're so beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and herons and. We're we're on uh, we we're right on the marsh on Wiley Island, and so we're not far from you. Oh my God, you're right near. I know me. we're neighbors, basically. Um, oh my God! So we have egrets there, yeah. all the time, and just I mean, I could sit on my back deck and watch all of that for just a lifetime. I know,
1: I know. Isn't it crazy? Yeah,
0: and just watching them, and it, and, it, and it, it's so soothing. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, I was I was on a uh, I was on a phone meeting uh, a couple of weeks ago, and finally someone in the meeting said, "Could you just be quiet and let us listen to those birds?" Yes. Can you? <laughs> can you shut up? <laughs> I, and I forgot how beautiful the sound is. I know? know.
1: I know. Well, I have this bird. Feed, I have these bird feeders outside, and I have to. I'm religious about feeding my birds and giving them water. Right. And uh, I don't know all the bird species. I should. Mm. Like, I should be more of a birder.
0: I'm trying to figure out how to be that now that we yeah. live here. Like,
1: I know, like, five different birds. Right. No, I know a lot of coastal birds, but I don't know that many, like, you know, bird birds. Right. But um, I, I heard Joan Baez on an interview one day not too long ago, and she said the older she gets, the more she loves observing birds and feeding birds. She goes, I can't do much about the world, but I can feed my birds. That's Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and listen, that's enough. That actually. is huge. Yeah, that's and a, give them water. They love right.
1: water. Yeah, they love a big trail water.
0: Yeah, I need to put something out. Yeah. in the yard. I haven't yeah. done that yet. I'm too busy watching everything oh, and uh, just being. In, I mean, we have two palm trees right in the back. I, it's just, it's perf- I know it's unbelievable. And I do dabble in the painting. Not good for you. Not on the level that you do, but I certainly enjoy it so much. Isn't and. It? And I'm, it I'm, it's so fun. And I'm learning to take in everything I see. And it is, it's like once you paint something, at least for me, I, now that I look at something else that's similar, I'm thinking about how to paint it when I see exactly. it in person.
1: Yeah. It kind of opens up a whole dimension of how you view things. And like, you'll, you'll start looking at shadows and thinking, God, I never knew there were so many purples and shadows. Right. And, where I never knew that there we was so much blue in that tree, and it, yeah, I mean, it's just and 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 you know, I, I do think we're all artists down deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're all like um, uh, really thriving to interpret nature the best way we can, right? You know, because because nature is, I mean, it's up there with me,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a spiritual thing too. It is. It I mean it's it just It totally is. I, I feel like it's it flows through all of us and if we can yeah. get on that same
1: and if and, 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 and we need to we do need to know how important it is mm. and how sacred it is and it and and how it makes our life livable. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get on a soapbox, but, you know, I think our environment is something we really have to pay attention to. And I think you, um, I think environmental protection has gotten a really bad rap.
0: Yeah, it has. It and, really has.
1: And, uh, it, and it it kind of, I can get infuriated with people that um, I don't realize how fragile things are, especially in the ocean. Right. I mean, they're... In the ocean. I mean species and I mean it was just Turtle Day the other day and how are all these turtle species are becoming extinct. And, yeah. And birds and fish. Yeah. Uh, I collect old old books about fish and, and there's like books. I have entire books that there aren't one single one of those fish still left.
0: Which is just unbelievable and so yep. sad. Yep. And and I feel like, you know, the conversation is a little more prevalent. Um Thank goodness. On the coast here. You know, I feel like it's a little more prevalent. It's becoming more of a trendy conversation, um, which is good. Imagine (laughs) that. Finally. Whatever it takes. That's what I say. If it's hip, then whatever. You know, if if now the documentaries are getting out and actually Mm -hmm. being seen. Right. um, That's a wonderful thing. And I, I think, you know, we're very aware here in coastal Georgia about like, okay, all of this is in our backyard. Right. So we, we do see it every day and we do look at it every day. And we
1: turn on the news and look at changing weather patterns.
0: Right. Right. Which again, very, I, very clearly happening. <laughs> yes,
1: clear, clearly,
0: <laughs> very clearly <laughs> happening. Well, I know you—you you obviously have a heart for protection. I—I I know you—you you did some stuff with—I'm um, forgetting their their name, but uh, the turtle rescue, right? Coretta. Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Yeah, Coretta. And, I mean, just I what a wonderful organization. I and know so many great things that are going on here that I don't think a lot of people know about.
1: I know, and it's so. Um... And it attracts so many wonderful people that really care i mean you know he, he, they care about the fate of the turtle and they care about the fate of the of the of the seashore, thank goodness, yeah, you know yeah thank goodness,
0: yeah, i mean it's so so
1: i'll I'll do anything i can to to perpetuate people caring about the environment,
0: right. You know, and I feel like when when you're able to bring these things to life in a painting, and someone can take that and put that in our in their house and look at it every day, how special!
1: I know. I'm I'm I, I'm 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 so fortunate um, that I can love what I do and love what I paint. You know, um, I don't think I could. Be a portrait artist. Um, I, I, I've done a few portraits, but I, you know, you you would ultimately let somebody down. Like, okay, well, I didn't make you look 20, 20 years younger enough, or whatever. So right. you you would be it would be stressful to be a portrait artist. And they have a huge amount of respect for me. But when you paint nature, you can literally give it your own. Spin right. That's true, and I mean you couldn't ever recreate it personally. Like, like I, I threw away a, a leaf because I was redoing a flower arrangement. I threw away a leaf down the garbage disposal, and I a, a, a thought occurred to me: I could never create a leaf. I could never make a leaf.
0: Mm. That's right. <laughs> a human being cannot yeah. make a leaf. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty I mean it's heavy. Okay. It's, so heavy. it's heavy. You're right. It's <laughs> heavy stuff right there. I love that. Um talk a little bit about your your process and and when you sit down to paint. What what's well, that look like for you? Um I hear a lot of people, you know, dream that stuff first. And you were kind of talking about like with the oysters, you had right, a dream. Right. And I still dream I, I I still
1: dream like about images that I paint and colors and and flow, and um, um, I'm one of those artists, though. That I will tell you, I love, I love interior design, and I love architecture, and I love all that. So, I'm always kind of influenced by how well my color palette, how well my size, my shape, and my subject will look in someone's home. Mm. I am. I'm. I'm I'm, you know, I don't want it to bump somebody out. Right. I, it doesn't need to express some trauma I've had in my past. Right. It's not going to be like, oh, what does this mean? Right, <laughs> right. It's pretty, it's pretty simple stuff. Right, you
0: know? right. So um, we don't I, have to dissect yeah, it for you don't days. dissect it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I don't which I to, appreciate actually. I don't,
1: I don't have to like, yeah, use all this artist mumbo jumbo. Right, which right. can get pretty silly really fast in my book.
0: Well everybody's uh what do they call it? Um the the language you use in a you know your your workplace or your industry. Right. Every all of that can get just so too much above the room. And I'm like really it's not relatable to anyone. You know, when we get in that space. I know. I'd rather just have a simple me too conversation where we
1: can relate. Me too. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of heavy, heavy art out there, but I'm not a heavy artist. Right. I'm
0: a- <laughs> easy breezy. I'm easy breezy. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense given what you paint and the <laughs> it just, right. It totally comes from you, and it makes right. sense. So it matches your personality very well.
1: Well, thank you. Because yeah. I'm I I um. I'm at the age now where I can actually brag about one thing that always kind of embarrassed me a little bit. Well, I never didn't even graduate high school. Because okay. I had kind of a traumatic thing at home and it wasn't good and healthy. So I left home. And one of the very first ways I paid a bill was doing pen and inks of and painting birds. And so I've used, throughout my life, I've used that expression, necessity is, is the mother of invention. Mm. And I've used my talent and my absolute passion for design and art and nature to help me pay my bills and get by. And it's it's been, um, it's been very good to me. Mm. My, my art life... Has always been very, very good to me. Um, when I was younger, I lived in Vermont and I uh, worked in this little inn actually cleaning toilets and walked by this little doorstop one day and thinking, oh my God, I love that little wooden doorstop. It was a primitive piece of folk art from New England. And so I said, you know what? I want to band, so I want to make these. I want to make these little door shops. So that's actually what I did for like 15 years. Oh, wow. I made these little door shops, and they were actually in like movies and TV. Oh, wow. One of the very first home shows had one of my little door shops on the set. And, that's awesome. and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids had one of my cat doorstops shops on the what? refrigerator. Oh, my God. And um, so it was kind of, but then I eventually got knocked off in Taiwan and, and, <laughs> Some company in California knocked me off, and it's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with that anyway.
0: Right, I'm done. I'm done doing yeah. that.
1: So that thank was, you. It had
0: its time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sick of cutting out doorstops right. and painting them. Right. So I was stenciling them.
0: Wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Isn't that funny. That is wild. <laughs> and then you did it so long. And like, I did it wow. a long time.
1: And then I went to. I made these birdhouses, and then I made these bambox, these historic birdhouses, and then historic bandboxes. And, right. And um. And anyway, yeah, so I have literally I, I liken that to like uh, sitting in a CD bar and playing to like one drunk person because <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like a dream. I love it.
1: Because <laughs> I did all those other things for so long and the whole time I'm sitting there dirty and painting and sanding. Is I'm thinking one day I want to paint, I want to do paintings, and I'm going to wear white, and I'm not going to get so so dirty doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm painting these shops and bandboxes and birdhouses and and picking 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 each thing up like maybe 15, 20 times before it was done. Right, and it was quite laborious.
0: Yeah, I bet
1: and I had young kids at the time and I remember thinking okay one day I'm going to paint I'm just going to paint and after my divorce I moved to Isle of Hope, opened a little store and somebody asked me to do a painting and there was your avenue was right it. there and I stopped doing the I stopped doing the band boxes and the rest is history. And here I go.
0: Here I go. Through another door. I love yeah. that. I absolutely yeah. love that. What, what, a, being an artist and, and being so moved by nature, what moves you in other art? Like what, what are you, who do you see or what do you see? The with-
1: older I, the older I get, I think the more respect I have for people who are original, um, people who've made their own kind of, look Mm. and people that have created their own style. Like I like, I like people that do style in life. I I like, those are kind of my inspo. Mm -hmm. Um, People that encompass art into everything, you know, home and food and, and music and art. I mean, that's my, that's what gets me in my soul. Um, not just someone who can just paint a good cloud or, yeah, you know, good at one thing. I, 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 I think, I think minds are people that let art encompass everything in their life.
0: Yeah, I get that. And I, I really feel like, like you said, we all have just an insane amount of talent. And gifts in all of us. And to bring that up and out somehow, I think, right. is, is our purpose in life. Is right. to just bring that up and out. Because giving that to the world, we all just are better for it. We are. Yeah. And it makes us happy. Yeah.
1: I mean, little kids, I mean, they're so happy sitting there coloring or... Right. I mean, it makes On the sidewalk so, with chalk. Yeah. Oh, it makes them so, so happy. And
0: it makes yeah. us happy, you yeah. know? And, and I think we, you know, forget that the older we get. I do too. It's like... We forget because we're so bogged down with something or there's too much of the negative thought or we're spending or, too or, much time you know, chasing something. Or, I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're about worrying about going to the gym or... Right. God, getting my roots done. Right. Or, <laughs> and
0: we miss out
1: on the... We do miss out on a lot. On, we on, do. On the fun because, stuff. Because I think being, being creative... As a human being, it is just a God-given right, mm-hmm. and it's actually a necessity in life. I mean, find a way to be creative. Right. I mean, it can be something really, really, really little. Like creative cooks, you know, and, and people that just find a way, writers or, you know, teachers. I mean, teachers to me are oh. some of the most creative People in the world, I can do it. I can do it, but I totally respect them.
0: My mom's still teaching. She's really she taught my entire life, and she's still teaching. I don't know how she's doing it. Um, I, I know the last couple of days were her last with the kids. She's getting ready to go to summer, and she's just like. I'm so spent. And I'm like, mom, you've been doing this for 30 years. Right. Right. (laughs) But they are, they, they have such a gift. You're right. I mean, they do. And, and they make teachers
1: make, um, they're the ultimate artists. They, they Mm. really kind of can mold and, and, and impress leave such an impression on people. Yeah.
0: That can change them for the rest of their life. That's so true. That is so very true. It is. Yeah. No pressure teachers. Um, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> but they're doing it every I know. day. They're I doing do it, it. They're every doing single day. It. They're doing it. I know we're going to see your work very soon uh, here at Location Gallery, which I'm so excited about. You've right. got a show coming up on June 16th. Yeah. Called Viridescence. Um, uh-huh. And this collection inspired by Osabaw, right? Right. So talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, it's, um, have you ever been? Yes, briefly. Isn't it, isn't it just gorgeous? breathtaking oh my god i mean we're so lucky more time we're
1: so lucky to have all these unbelievable places to go Mm -hmm. to go to and see and um uh i went over i haven't been over since uh november and i was just blown away i mean i was just every every square inch was an inspiration to me and even the house and the the trees, the shadows, the marsh, the mud, the lagoons, everything. And it was just um, the slave cabins. Oh, my gosh. The slave cabins. The paint on those slave cabins alone. I mean, it's better than any contemporary art I've ever seen. Right. It was mind-blowing. Um. Um. So I am not at a loss for what... Inspires me in, in that place. Yeah, because it all it, it all does, and I'm really excited about the show.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I was talking to Peter Roberts about just like his take on Viridescence and what's going to be happening with the show, and he was talking about the just the shades of green alone, right? <laughs> like, is a whole conversation.
1: I know. Yeah, it's just um, I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to go over. I'm very fortunate. And Sandy West was an amazing human being. I wish I'd, I, I'd never met her. I wish I had. Right. Yep. Cause we were, we would have been best buds. Right. Yeah. She's such a kindred spirit.
0: <laughs> I could see that. hmm. I, although I could see you're probably easy, really easy to be friends with well, in general. Well, you're, you're fun. Shucks. You're a, lot, <laughs> you're, you're a lot of fun and very charming. Um, when when this show comes about, I know things are going to go very quickly um, because your talent is just remarkable Aww. and it's beautiful and very so moving. So I want to make sure everybody knows um, you only have that two hour window on opening night, <laughs> six <Right>. to eight, <laughs> right <laughs> on June sixteenth. So make sure uh, make sure you get here and get in line quickly. Yeah. Um, what what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? What's on your I've got, a lot, I've
1: got, it, it's turned out to be kind of busy. So doing a lot of design work and then, and a lot of painting and, um,
0: yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to meet again and yes. I'll have to tell you all kind of stuff. Absolutely. i love that. <laughs> I, lo- I love how much it, this interior and architecture and design really does. It seems to like be the core it, of it, inspiration for you. It totally,
1: it totally is. Like when I, when I do something i really do think of it in someone's room in their home and them walking
0: by it and them living with it yeah i love how you put yourself in their place right like how does this feel on a tuesday morning right exactly (laughs) like
1: i I had a guy come up to me one time he he and his wife had bought a painting and it was him that said not the wife which really because you know men sometimes don't really can't can't really say oh this makes me happy right but he said <laughs> oh your painting makes me so happy every morning oh oh he just funny. made my whole year of course you that's know beautiful I know it's beautiful I yeah. know
0: yeah and that's what I mean as an artist in whatever the 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 forum is I mean, you know, I think doing a podcast is art. I think it is. You know, it is art. Do, doing whatever your avenue is, but as an artist, what you want is that emotional reaction I connection, know. right?
1: Right. Exactly. And when you can get that from people, it, that's better than money, right? Yeah, it really is. I mean, the money's great, but the money, <laughs> yeah, it pays the bills. It does. It does. But 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 it wouldn't be any fun if you if you didn't get to meet your clients and you didn't know that you were helping them make their home more livable right. and happier. I mean, I'm really fortunate that I can, that I can say that. And, th- and that's why I guess I'm very sensitive about color.
0: Mm.
1: I'm very sensitive about color. Cause I only think, Oh, you know, this needs to be, uh, Kind of livable or congruent mm-hmm. or whatever that word is. Like you know, people need to
0: be able to relate to this, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, being able to relate is so underrated. It is because really, honestly, at the at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want? It's to relate like all to we want: else? sense of belonging and yeah. to relate to something or yeah. somebody, and that somebody can relate to us. Yeah. So yeah. if they get it, if they get yeah. your creation that you've put out for them specifically. Boy, that feels good. <laughs> I know that's it's fabulous. And I don't even make people like and that and
1: that's another reason why I'm not crazy about commissions. But if I do a painting for someone, they're never bound to that. Mm-hmm. They are never like if you don't like it, you don't buy it. Right. Right. Like I don't take this huge deposit and say you're you're stuck with this. Right. <laughs> I mean that to me would not make me happy.
0: Uh, now I recall someone telling me literally just a few days ago uh, when they knew that we you and I were going to sit down and have a chat, a story about that exact thing. She said I had this piece from her and it just didn't fit in the new house. It just didn't go together. And you said, come and swap it out for something else because you want it to be exactly a fit for them. I do want it to be a fit. And
1: I want it to be a good memory. You know, I want it to be a good thing. Mm, that says a lot
0: about you. Uh well, thank yeah, you. It really does. I'm trying. Tell everybody where they can find your art and see what you're doing and spy on all the things. Well, they can
1: look on my Instagram at Bellamy. I think it's Bellamy Art.
0: I yeah. think it is, too. Gosh. Yes. I
1: think it is. Isn't it funny how we don't Forget remember our same phone numbers? At, yeah.
0: Do you remember your childhood phone number? um yes i do mine too i mean crazy? you had the kitchen phone right because we yeah. dialed it
1: yeah of course and we dialed it and it was like big and heavy and- it was huge <laughs> and that cord that went that cord, on for days right right yeah, you I couldn't remember. walk out and, and <laughs> get in your car and talk on the phone at the same time like you can now no, yeah that would have been um, crazy i know um <laughs> so um and then my website bellamyart.com perfect and um i haven't loaded a lot on it lately so it's everything's gonna look stale but what i've been doing is i've been having little little showings at um my little gallery house that i have mm-hmm. that i restored oh i saw that yeah mm-hmm. that um eight smith and, and you do a lot of pop-ups it. too I and feel i do like. pop-ups yeah. and i love it yeah I love it. So I get to see people and meet people, and people get to look at the art mm-hmm. in person, and just like Peter shows, they get to look at it. And, yeah, you know, which is good. That's a big you know, because buying
0: yeah. art online is is great, but it's not the same. It's not the same. No, I mean, when you can stand in front of it, touch it. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's, get it's and a get big the difference. get the perspective of the size mm-hmm. and the exactly yeah and it works you don't have to worry about did they put a filter on this picture right <laughs> because i'm seeing it in person i know There's no filter
1: because sometimes i will paint something and i'll take a picture of it to post either on my Instagram or anything, and i cannot get i cannot get it right i cannot photograph it mm-hmm. it will not it does not translate right right and then sometimes I will take a picture of a painting just to see what it looks like on a picture, and I'm like, oh, I need to change that." Right. You know,
0: um, that looks bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so interesting. You're right, and I think if you can see it all in person, it's so much better. Yeah, it um, is. And it yeah, is. so I know the show is going to be great, June 16th. Well, and thank you. I, I just know that that people are going to be moved, and and emotions will be. Exactly oh, where they're oh supposed good. to be. I know it will be. Well, um, good. Because I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Me too. I am too. So make sure you come to Location Gallery on June and 16th. I've, and I've really enjoyed this. Same. Um, yeah. And and by the way, whether we got the address right for the, you know, website or Instagram, it's in the show notes. Uh, so click the link in the show notes. We'll have right. links. Yes. Because uh, we're fancy. We yeah. have links. It's fine. Um, Bellamy Murphy, I am just thrilled to finally sit down and, and talk Aww. to you and put a face and a voice to this beautiful, beautiful, creative a genius that, that comes out of you. It's, it's very moving and very touching. And I feel lucky that we had well, a chance to sit down. Well,
1: you're very, very sweet.
0: Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll do it and again. You made soon. my day. Oh, same. Okay. Same. All right. We'll do it again soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Big thanks to our sponsors, McManamy Jackson and Hollis, First Coast Mortgage and Spectrum Printing and Marketing. So you've visited Savannah a few glorious times and you're thinking about making the big move? Great decision. You already live in Savannah and it's time to upgrade. Fabulous idea. You're a business owner looking to expand. When it comes to shopping real estate, you will be pleasantly served like a VIP at a fancy cocktail party at Corcoran Austin Hill Realty. 251 Bull Street in historic Savannah. Not only are they the home of our podcast studios, but they've been serving Savannah since 1978. Deep roots and decades of experience. And that pairs pretty perfectly with a global network. Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, home of the Made of Savannah podcast, location gallery, and genuine real estate professionals. CorcoranAHR.com proud to welcome our partner, Daniel Reed Hospitality, with iconic restored landmark locations in historic downtown Savannah, Georgia. The richness of Savannah's restaurant and cocktail scene is a constant conversation among locals and visitors. Daniel Reed is home to some of the most visited and popular concepts in the hostess city. The public kitchen and bar, artillery, Franklin's, Local 1110, Perch, Soho South, and magnificent catering and events. Home to the best chefs in the South, award-winning team members from creative to operations with food and drinks that not only complement every emotion, but also make you fall in love with the moment. Daniel-Reed.com. So satisfy your curiosity, fill up your tank and write home about it. The Public Kitchen and Bar, Artillery, Franklin's, Local 1110, Perch, Soho South. This is Daniel Reed Hospitality. When you stop in, make sure you mention the Made of Savannah podcast. Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out.